Welcome to the Say It Out Loud podcast. I'm your host, Vasavi Kumar. If you're eager to gain clarity, speak with unwavering confidence, and liberate those inner voices, you're in the perfect spot. My mission here is to empower you to break free, find fulfillment, and ignite your passion. You ready? It's time to say it out loud. I've put together a guide of my top 10 tested and proven to work practical strategies and habits to help bright women like you say no, set your boundaries right, live confidently, and build healthy relationships, starting with the relationship you have with yourself. This is a self-paced guide, and I can't wait for you to dig into it so you can start becoming your most confident self because she's in there waiting for you. Head to the link in my show notes or go to vasavikumar.com forward slash guide and grab it today. So that's the law of attraction where you're, you're raising your vibration to be a match to that which you want to ma- manifest into your life. Whereas the law of allowing is really to let down the resistance. The law of allowing means that you have faith. It means that you trust, that you're saying, I know it will be, and I am just waiting because it's already happened. Hello, and welcome to the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. I'm your host, Vasavi Kumar, former therapist, now turned on-camera confidence and content creation coach, and a first-generation Indian immigrant woman on a relentless mission to bring you simple and tangible actions and advice to help you step up your life and business. Get ready for unfiltered and unscripted conversations with some of the brightest and realest people I know in mental and emotional health, marketing, and business to help you get out of your head and get moving. And now it's time for another episode of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. I am so excited to talk to today's guest who's not just any old guest. She's also a member of my Real Rich community. She is a certified online business manager, business coach, sprinkle that in with a little woo-woo. And the reason why I'm saying that is, especially if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I do have a lot of people who come on that are experts in marketing and sales and in you know different aspects of entrepreneurship. But the one thing that really is the common thread amongst all those people is really the emphasis and the focus on our mindset and our inner being and how we show up and how we be rather than the focus being on what we do. There's so much talk about what to do and the strategies and the tips and the tactics. But the reason why I'm so excited to have Indra, Indra Shakti on the podcast today is because she's such a beautiful blend of both the business and the mindset. So Indra, welcome to the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. Thank you so much, Vasavi. I'm so grateful to be on here. You know, I love your podcast. Well, well, we love you right back. I want my audience to really understand first before we dive into who you are today and who you've allowed yourself to be today and become today. And I, I say that because oftentimes we don't allow ourselves to grow into the person that we've always held a vision of. You've allowed yourself to grow into the woman that you are today. But before we get into that, I'd love for you to share who, is, who was Indra before she became the Indra that she is today. Share a little bit about your background and the experiences that have shaped um, what has brought you to be who you are today. Yeah, great. Well, thank you for that question. Um, First and foremost, I think it's important to um, share that I am the child of immigrant parents, which I think really shapes Um, someone growing up in the United States, being an immigrant, although I did come to this country very young. I mean, I've been here since I was four. I went all through school here. At the end of the day, I was still an immigrant child. Mm -hmm. And I say that from just even my name, you know, growing up with a name like Indira, um, I always wanted to just fit in and, you know, love the Jessica's and the Stephanie's and the generic names Um, hated my name growing up, you know, because people didn't know how to say it. And, you know, I had nicknames. Um, Of course, now as an adult, it's one of the things that I love most about myself, right? My name, the meaning behind it, 
Um, what does Indra mean, by the way, just for our audience to know, what, what does Indra mean? It's a Hindu name and it means beautiful and splendid. Which you are. Aww, Which you are. Yeah. By the way, I just want to say thank you so much for just sharing not only that you're the child of immigrants, you know that I can relate, but also really um, that experience from such a young age, being so acutely aware of how different you are, not just how you look, the color of your skin, but your name. I'm sure when you had a substitute teacher, you probably cringed because you knew they were going to get to the eye and they were going to butcher the crap out of your name. So I, uh, I feel you. 100%. Yeah. Oh, I mean, now even, I mean, I wouldn't even get to now with my last name, but, um, you know, going back to growing up as an immigrant child, part of that for me also was growing up poor, very poor, um, you know, not poor to the extent that I ever lacked food, shelter, clothing, the necessities, but definitely poor that I was acutely aware that I lived in a one bedroom apartment with a family of five, and that I didn't have my own space and that my friends didn't really come over when I was younger and that I didn't have a car. We didn't have a car growing up. You know, all these, all these things that um, definitely as a child, you become acutely aware. Um, But I do have to say that I feel who I am today is very much because of the childhood that I had. Um, You know, my mom always taught me that no matter what, you always had to give, right? You, whether, you know, as poor as we were, my mom always taught me that we had enough that we could share. I remember as a kid, you know, if she saw someone homeless, that we would go home, get, you know, a pot of soup, blankets, and come back and and feed this homeless person and give them a t-shirt or a shirt. I I definitely have to say that I owe that to my mom. Mm -hmm. She really cemented in me that no matter where you are, you still have something that you can share, that you can still provide value, um, that you have to be grateful for what you have, and that there's always, always an opportunity for someone to share. Sharing was a big, big uh, theme that my mom taught me for sure. And I think that's kind of shaped me all through life. I mean, even in the space that I am in now, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm I'm a supporter, right? What I currently do right now as an online business manager is, you know, I work with uh, seven figure entrepreneurs, and I am really their right hand person, you know, I, I provide clients with a strategic path for them to grow and scale their business, you know, so they can hit those six figure months that they know is right around the corner, but they just haven't been able to reach there. You know, I'm like the strategic partner on their team, deeply committed to their growth, their success, their business. And all of that, I think, stems from my childhood, from being able to just know that I can always share and support and give. I'm a giver. Sometimes to a fault. Well, I was going to share that's one of the very first things that I noticed about you. Like it was it was so apparent to me even when we got on our first call. So for everyone listening, um, Indra and I actually met, I think because we had mutual friends. And then I did, I believe, a strategy call with you because I was considering hiring an OBM, we ended up talking and you ended up providing me with such value. It wasn't a ton of stuff, which, which I really want to say that clearly because it's, it's not about the quantity at all. It wasn't about the quantity. You were so specific to what I was going through. Um, the advice that you gave me was so specific to what I was going through that it actually set off a domino effect with me and my online courses. And you were just kind of sharing things with me that I didn't know. And you really saw me and you really saw what I was trying to accomplish, but I, I just hadn't done it yet. And I needed to hear that. I was so aware of that. Even when you joined the real rich community on every call that you showed up, you were always looking to see, and I don't even think you were maybe even actively looking. I just think it's so 
ingrained in you that you listen to what people say and your brain is just wired in a way where you're like, how can I serve this person? How can I make this person's life easier? Um, One thing that I do want to ask you though, because I know many people listening may struggle with this is if you've been raised to share and to give, I was raised that way too. I did not grow up poor. My mother grew up poor. My father did not. They came here. They started from the bottom. And my mother never wanted us to lose our roots. Every time we'd go back to India, we'd go to the temples, we'd feed the homeless. And she'd always say to me, when you feed the homeless, look at them in their eyes. They are no different than you. They are children of God, just like you. So I resonate with you on that. You know what I mean? Just giving no matter what you have. Um, But the one thing that I've struggled with, and I, I think you have too, is how did you or how have you balanced overgiving, overgiving, right? Have you ever caught yourself overgiving? And what have you done to remedy that? Are you still working on it? I'm still working on that boss to me because, you know, um, even now as I, I, you know, I'm a certified coach, I'm an NLP practitioner, but right now I'm currently becoming certified as a law of attraction coach. And when we're on our, you know, office hours calls and people find out who I am, the first thing they want to do is they want to hop on a call with me and pick my brain about all the business strategy. And I've, I've told you, I've struggled with this. Everyone wants to pick my brain and can I just have a minute of your time? And it's hard for me to say no, because it comes so easily to me. I see it right away. Like, oh no, you need to be doing this, 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 and this. And these are the implementations that, I mean, literally it takes me seconds, but at the end of the day, I know that I'm doing a disservice because then I'm it's not an exchange of energy, right? And so I'm doing a disservice to myself, I'm actually doing a disservice to them as well. So I have um, thanks to you, you know, (laughs) thanks to your advice. And I just want to put out there to everyone listening that Vasavi is such an amazing, amazing coach, like you really, really are. You're you're just amazing, right? When I grow up, I want to be you. No, you I'm are older. it, girl. No, you are. Okay, I'm going to say this now if we're going to do this. Indra is one of the smartest women I have ever met, okay? And I and I, I think every woman has brilliance. Every single woman. So it's not just, I'm not just categorizing Indra, but I, I'm going to love on you for a second because I need to say this to you and we're going to have a public love affair right now. I think you're one of the smartest women I've ever met. I mean, the way your brain thinks, it's, you you have so much empathy and i love that because i think a lot of times in business we can lack empathy we can almost become somewhat apathetic especially if we yeah if if we're all about the strategy and tactics what i love about you is that you haven't lost your heart you have the heart and you have the strategy and i think that is the best business strategy and i you you balance that so well it's so beautiful it 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 just exudes in all of our conversations so we're going to have a little special way for you to talk to indra after this uh, podcast episode. And uh, yes, you're going to pay her, right? Like you are going to be offered. Good. I don't know free shit. No, thank you. But anyway, I'm just going to say it because you, your brain is worth a lot. Your brain is worth a lot. You've invested a lot in yourself. You've worked with seven figure. You you work with seven figure entrepreneurs. Your brain is worth a lot. Anyway, thank you. I had to uh, deflect the compliment and then put it back on you. That's my shit Aww, that I'm working on. Thank you. But actually I do do that now. Now, if you want to hop on a call with me, you have to go ahead and schedule it and pay first. Yes, please take all the money. Yes. And, and you know what, this is actually a really great opportunity for me to just say this to the audience is like, I really want you to pay attention to how Indra is valuing her time. And that's the thing. Oftentimes we can get like, Ooh, that's so like, sleazy. It's like, is it really? Or is it just valuing your time and your energy? And I think if we all did that, we'd probably be a lot less resentful in life. Yeah, no, absolutely. And one of the things that I've come to really take ownership of is my energy, right? Like that is, that's my jam. That is what I'm all about. And, you know, if you follow me on Uh, Instagram, or if you go to my website, that's really the main theme. And I mean, regardless of what kind of business you're in, it all boils down to energy. I'm a huge believer that everything is a reflection of your vibration. You're the originator of the vibration you send out, the kind of business that you have is a reflection of what you're sending out, the kind of love life you have. I mean, 
everything, everything is a reflection of that. I'm a huge believer of that. I know it to be true. Um, so I'm shifting more into that role, really stepping into an expert in as a coach, you know, no longer just someone who does the business management, because really right now what I am is I'm the VP of my client's business, right? I am the right-hand person. I'm doing everything from team management, project management, launch management, key metrics, all of that stuff. Um, And I'm kind of pulling away from that a little bit so that I can really focus on working with women. I, I, I've, you've said like, I know that you yourself has kind of shifted into the, the role that you're now stepping into. And I'm seeing myself as someone who really wants to empower and work with female coaches and, and healers and female entrepreneurs. Um, just because I'm a big believer that uh, the, the future is female. And females need to be financially um, in a place where they can make decisions based on, you know, what they really desire. And money is not a hindrance, right? Because at the end of the day, money gives us choices. It gives us freedom. It gives us the ability to do what we want, when we want, with who we want. And I think it's really important that females have that power. So that's where I'm shifting. So speaking of shifting, I would love to shift into the topic of shifting. Okay. And what I mean by that is this. So uh, personal background, you know, this, I am a licensed therapist in the state of Texas. I now go by retired therapist because I don't market myself as someone who offers therapy, although I will always have a therapist brain and mindset when when dealing with clients. Um, I've now shifted into really helping people become more fully expressed in all areas of their life, but especially on camera. That has taken a very long time for me to own. It has taken me a very long time for me to own that I am freaking great on camera. I am confident on camera. And that is what I want to do because I feel like life is meant to be fun and simple. And I have been addicted to the struggle for way too long. In fact, I thrive in it because then it makes me feel powerful. It's like, yes, I've overcome this pile of shit. I must be amazing. But I've had to shift my own mindset and be like, you know what? What would life and business look like for me? What would creating content look like for me if I was just doing the thing that I am naturally born to do, that I'm naturally gifted at? And for me, that's camera confidence, right? And for you, you're great at being the right-hand person. You're great at offering that support. You're great at doing the launch strategy and this strategy and all that stuff. And you've allowed yourself to shift into this new role, which is... Let's take a quick break. Having been in therapy since the age of 12, I know firsthand just how powerful the process of finding the right therapist is. Going to therapy and talking things out with my therapist has made me happier, clearer, and most importantly, I have a plan for my mental health. I have tools to be able to communicate with others and also the tools to cope when life gets hard, which it does. So let me ask you a question. Is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Regardless if you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety, or if you're just a human who lives in this world who is going through a hard time, Therapy can give you tools to approach your life in a very different way. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible. And this is an important mission because finding a therapist can be really hard, especially when you're limited to the options in your area. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out a few questions, BetterHelp can match you to a professional therapist in as little as a few days. It's easy to sign up and get matched with the therapist. There's a link in my description. It's betterhelp.com forward slash Vasavi. That's betterhelp.com forward slash Vasavi. Clicking that link helps support this podcast, but it also gets you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp so you can connect with the therapist and see if it helps you. And because finding a therapist is a little like dating, if you don't really fit with that therapist, which is a common thing with therapy, you can easily switch to a new therapist at no additional cost without stressing 
stressing out about insurance, who's in your network, or anything like that. I don't know where I would be without the help of therapy and my therapist, but I do know that life would feel that much harder. So if you're struggling, consider online therapy with BetterHelp. Click the link in the description or visit betterhelp.com forward slash Vasavi. Thank you again, BetterHelp, for supporting this podcast. Which is more into business coaching and mentorship. Mm -hmm. And I'm also going to be adding one-on-one coaching into my offering. So, you know, as, as, as I shift towards um, more of the coaching aspect and the mentorship and one-on-one coaching, I'm, I'm really, I say I'm really stepping away from safe money to soul money. Um, That is the title of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I I think a lot of it is when we talk about shifting, I think it's really important that we all connect to our why, right? Mm -hmm. So many times, a lot of people lose motivation, they things quickly fizzle out. Um, You know, you go from one thing to another, because you're not connected, you're you're not rooted to your why. And what I realized is that my why my purpose is really to empower women to just like, step into their own to, you know, shift their energy to align with their inner wisdom, because the reality is, we all have the answers within us, Mm -hmm. right? As a coach, I am just guiding you through your inner wisdom, because the answers are already there. I'm not giving you the answers, as I do right now as a business consultant, where I basically just tell you, you have to do this, 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 and that, right? That's a difference between a consultant and a coach. And I really want women to just, you want them to become a vibrational match to achieve quantum success in business and in life. Um, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's it. When you speak about this right now here on this podcast, I can feel the conviction. What I'd love to do is kind of look at what were some of the beliefs? So like, okay, so it's interesting. You were doing what you were doing, la, 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 right? And now you're here where you're stepping into and stepped into the role that you really want to play as a support for women in business, okay? Between where you were and where you are, let's talk about what were some of the beliefs that held you back from shifting? Like, what was the self-talk? What was the inner dialogue? What were the thoughts that you had that you had as it related to you moving stepping away from the OBM, you know, the, the right-hand person and really rising into this role as a support to women, uh, as a business mentor coach with a sprinkle of woo-woo. What were some of the things that you were telling yourself as to why you couldn't? Well, it's it, it actually, it goes back to, I actually launched as a coach. Um, you know, I, as I said, I'm certified as a NLP practitioner, a hypnotherapist, you know, EFT, emotional freedom technique, I've got the certifications, and I actually launched. And originally, I launched, um, again, helping female survivors of suicide loss um, to basically regain joy, right? And that was a very personal story because it's my personal story. I am a survivor of suicide loss and I had to, you know, find joy again. And I had to go through some real steps to doing that. And while that, what I realized in that coaching and I thought incorrectly, I didn't want to be in that space. I I didn't want to go back to that grief. I didn't want to meet people at that point and then bring them to where I am now. Right. And so what I thought was, okay, then maybe coaching is just not for me. But what I've come to realize is, well, no, that's bullshit. Um, It's just that I don't want to be coaching around the topic of suicide loss. Mm -hmm. It's not that coaching isn't for me. It's just that that kind of coaching wasn't for me. And it's taking me some time to really come full circle with that. And, you know, I'm very grateful that I have a partner who sees me, you know, 10 steps ahead of where I see myself. It, you know, she's actually, she gifted me the law of attraction coaching certification because 
in her mind, she's like, you, you have so much to give and, and you're holding yourself back. So she has this incredible belief. She can see me 10 steps ahead. And I just have to say to everyone out there who has that kind of support, who, who has someone that kind of shines this mirror on you, you know, 10 steps ahead. It's, it's so much to be grateful for, right? It's incredible to have someone to have a partner so supportive. Um, and so I've come to realize like, heck, yeah, I'm actually amazing at what I do. I do coaching now every almost every single day I have sessions. And when my clients at the end, you know, I always say like, if you if you feel like I provided value, I'd love to just get a little testimonial from you. Yes. And some of these testimonials are amazing. And it's so gratifying to hear, to see the shift, to get them from, you know, the, the, the first five minutes of the call to be at a, you know, at a five and at the end of the call to be at a nine and a 10 to see that shift immediately. And of course, I can't help it because I always sprinkle that business strategy. You know that, Vasavi. I can't stay away from it. No, I think it's great that you are a unicorn. You are literally the whole package. You're the whole package. Yeah, I, I just like, okay, and now I'm going to shift and put on my OBM and you need to be doing this. So mm -hmm. I do the coaching and the consulting in one session. And I told you I was having, you know, it was a, a resistance to that. And I realized like, you know what, bullshit, I'm totally embracing that. That is what makes me different than everyone else. What I bring to the table is so different because I have this expertise as an OBM. I can give that value along with this. So what I was resisting for so long, I am totally embracing now because I see all these people are gravitating to me because they want it both. They want to be able to get on a call with me in a session and they want to raise their energy, shift their energy, raise their vibration, but they also want to have the business strategy. It's amazing. So if we had to, yes, it is amazing. Uh, the women who come to you and get to talk to you about their ideas, whatever stage they're in, you can absolutely help them because you work with seven figure entrepreneurs. So you definitely know from beginning to end really what, what it takes. So you really are a unicorn in that way. I don't actually like that phrase unicorn, but I'm just going to use that. For, I don't I love that phrase. You do. You could be a yeah. unicorn. I'm just like, unicorns. I, are, like, they're just like, are they they're not even real? You know, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just, I yes, love it. In my, you know, what's funny is that in my space are like, oh, there's no such thing as a unicorn. Like it, it's a very like, no, no unicorn. I'm like, bullshit. I own it. Actually, you know, for one of my clients, that is what I put on my signature. I put unicorn integrator. I own it. I love oh, it. My, would you do that? Yes, I do. Oh my God. I love that. I never knew that. You know what it yeah. is? My, my nephew, every mm -hmm. time we FaceTime, he has this, I think that's what it is. He, he doesn't ever want to talk to me. He just wants to show me his unicorn, which is co like covered in glitter. And he goes, this is sparkly. I go, oh, sparkle. Like I thought that was because why would you name your unicorn sparkly? He's like, it's not sparkle. It's sparkly. So it's like literally my relationship with my nephew is him talking to me about his rainbow sparkly unicorn. Maybe that's what it is. I have a little bit of, you know, PTSD. No, over there. But, but, but I got to tell you in the online space, especially as you know, in, in my community as OBM, that's like a huge no, no. Why? Like, oh, everybody wants a unicorn OBM or a unicorn VA and that can't be. And I'm like, bullshit. Be I different. Be different. You know what? I yeah. am all those things. I, I actually can be all those things. I am all those things and there's nothing wrong with that. So yeah. And I actually get a lot of compliments. People are right back. Like, what is a unicorn integrator? I love that. It's a good conversation like, starter. I know. Right. And now a word from our sponsor. Hey there, this is Vasavi and my membership community, Real Rich, is the official sponsor of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. Have you been looking for a community of people who get you, who think like you, and who are determined to becoming the person they were born to be? I'm talking no fluff, direct, real, and a raw community of people who are open-minded and willing to be honest with themselves and be the ultimate creators of their own life. 
then I'm inviting you to join my subscription-based membership community, Real Rich, a community of women who are on a mission to get paid simply by showing up as their truest selves in business and in life. If you're looking for a community of women who you can turn to, seek insight from, and give back to, then try out the Real Rich community because it is time to be you and get paid. Learn more by heading over to vasavikumar.com forward slash membership. Here's to you being real rich. Yes. Yeah, so based on, I'm writing some notes here and based on, you know, I always like to give actionable steps. And so the first thing that I have for the, you know, if we're looking at how to shift and this is an error, any area of life. Okay. This is what I'm, what I'm thinking. The first step is to notice what you're resisting. Would you say that that's correct? Just hearing your story. For sure. Yeah. I would say, um, even before that, I would say, um, and, and, I, and I do this with my clients all the time. Why? What is your why? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, clients will be like, well, I want, um, I want to scale to a six figure business. So blah, blah, blah. But why? Mm-hmm. What, what, what is it that you want? Right? So many times we, we, we have a list of the things that we want, but we don't even know why. So I think that anytime there's a change, you have to be deeply rooted in your why. What's your why? Okay. At the end of the day, that's what you're going to keep coming back. If your why is not strong enough, it's going to fizzle. Well, I'm sure you've come across this. And let me just share this. And, you know, for everyone listening, you might hate me after saying that, Mm -hmm. after saying this, a lot of people don't know their why because they don't know who they are. So what would you recommend for that person? I, I have come across one to three people in the past week who have said to me, I've been doing this profession since I was in my 20s. To be honest, I don't know who I am. That's, that's a very huge pill to swallow. And it, and it takes a lot of courage to say that out loud. So what do you recommend? I mean, this is a real conversation right here. Yeah, A lot of people don't know who they are. So they don't know why the hell they're doing what they're doing. They've just been doing it for so long for safe money, or for whatever reason, because their parents asked them to in the income, you know, in the Indian community, I come across so many women are like, I'm a doctor, because my parents asked me to be a doctor. But what do you want to do? So how, what are your steps to even figuring out what your why is? Yeah. So I, as you know, Vasavi, I am a huge, huge proponent of meditation. Mm-hmm. And, and I know meditation is, you know, as people say that and it's like, oh, I don't want to do. First of all, I just want to say that there is a million different kinds of meditations. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's not that, you know, mindful meditation where you sit there and literally bring your awareness back to your breath. Mm-hmm. There's there's camping, there's guided, you can find a meditation that works for you. I promise you, my partner was so resistant on meditation for years. And now there's not a single day. I mean, she literally cannot get out of bed without meditating. So if she could do it, anybody can do it. Um, So I'm a big proponent of meditation. And the reason why is because we spend our entire lives not having deep conversations with ourselves, not being in silent, having, you know, even if it's just quiet time to really allow our thoughts, we don't do that. We are on social media, we are listening to a podcast, we're listening to music. It's like we have this inability to just be still quiet. Um, And at the end of the day, if guided meditation is what takes you there, which is what works for her, then so be it. However it is, even if you just start with 60 seconds, but I think it's really important to meditate. And with that, and I'm going to say, I think it goes hand in hand. Another thing that my partner was so resistant and now she does every single day is journal. Mm-hmm. There is a, I've been journaling since I was 10 years old. So I have a staff. I literally wow, you keep can, all your journals. Yes, I do. Yes, oh I do. God. So amazing. I literally can go through my life in different phases and cringe at some of the things, right? But I have witness to these words. And, and I keep saying I'm going to burn them, but something's holding me back. So I feel like there's a book in there that needs to be birthed. And I just don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. But anyway, journaling and meditating, I think are two ways to really get to know yourself. Because at the end of the day, 
you know, it's, it's, it's looking in the mirror and, and just having accountability to your words and to your thoughts. I tell my partner, like, I know when I am shifting into a negative place because I stopped journaling. And the reason why I stopped journaling is because then I don't have account. I don't have to mm. read the words that there's now, if I put it down in paper, there's, um, you got to do something about it. Exactly. And when you're now in a I'm being place, held accountable. Want, yeah. When you're, when you're feeling crappy, you don't want to do anything. That's the way I feel about movement. That's the way I feel about getting my button, going to the gym, going for a walk. It's that I just want to stay. I want all the energy stuck in me. I just want to feel shitty. That's my ego's last ditch effort to keep me small. And I know that that's why I have to get up and go. That's, that's my, that's my thing. My thing is movement. And I, I want everyone hearing this. I know there, if you're feeling resistance towards either of these ideas, meditation or journaling, that's more of a reason why you got to do it. And I, I love that you gave the suggestion in there of just doing guided meditation. Um, I live alone. So I'm in, I, I'm in quiet mode all the time. I rarely have music playing in the house uh, because it, I don't want that external noise. My mind is noisy. And so it's good for me to have that silence on the outside. And then I can make sense out of my thoughts. And so, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I, I really don't know why I do what I do. All Indra is suggesting is to really have those conversations with yourself, get quiet with yourself, get to know yourself. When you know yourself, you'll start to know why, why you're here, what you're meant to do, why you do what you do. You have all the answers inside of you. That's not some cheeky meme. That is lit yeah. literal truth. You do. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like, um, you know, I, Dandapani is my meditation teacher who I highly recommend if, if, you know, that's something, if mindful meditation is something that resonates with you, he has this amazing course, um, unwavering focus and his guru often says, you know, where your awareness goes, energy flows and where energy flows, that's what manifests in your life. Mm -hmm. And so we are so this generation, right, this is our society is so distracted by everything, our pings on our phones, social media, Netflix, radio, podcasts. I mean, it's so difficult for us to just be silent. And I think that for a lot of people, that's scary. I've had people tell me like, oh, I can't stand being silent. Like, like they cannot drive without having something on the radio. Um, and that's actually a good time to be silent when you're driving alone to kind of turn that off and to just, you know, allow yourself to just be. It's interesting. I, I love that example. I notice, you know, sometimes I love listening to music. I always listen to the same damn playlist. It's on Pandora. It's Kygo. I can listen to it over and over. But when I've noticed that my mind is a little bit more cluttered, I drive in silence because I don't want more noise. And some people, if they're feeling cluttered, they want the noise to drown out their thoughts. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm already like a carnival up in my brain right now, I need the silence. Even if it's a 10 minute drive, I need to be in silence because I'll usually make sense out of it in those 10 minutes. So it's like, if you notice that your mind is cluttered or, you know, scattered, that's exactly, I mean, don't let it get to that point, but if it's there, then that's exactly when you need more silence and really connecting with yourself. So first thing you got to do is know your why. And if you don't know what your why is, you will really step into the meditation and the journaling. And that's really going to help with the resisting. And so you said you had to stop resisting and then start embracing more of what you wanted, which is based on why you want, like it's, it's, it's all connected to your why. I also wrote down here, then you got to make a decision. Did you find that to be a part of your process? Like you just have yeah. to decide. What did just deciding look like for you when it came to shifting uh, more into the business, co sorry, the business coaching, business mentoring with the woo-woo? What, 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 what did that declaration look like for you? Um, well, as you know, I'm changing my name. Yeah. <laughs> and so that, that, was, that was a big decision as well. I'm changing my last name. Um, and, and, you know, it's a word and, and it's sassy, which, you know, it's feminine energy. Um, and I, I think that that really helped to, 
really stepping into who is Indira Shakti? Who does she? Who do I have to be to become Indira Shakti? Which I've had on my on my vision board since the beginning of the year. Becoming Indira Shakti, which is this person that I envision and who I envision her to be, is who I am becoming. Which is someone that is assertive and confident and owns it, um, and is helping other women. I, I, for a, for a long time, because, you know, and I say this because I have one of my biggest clients is a man who I, he's doing amazing work and I love dearly. Um, and I'm so passionate about his cause because he is literally changing the world for the better. Yeah. Um, so for a long time, I had this difficulty of like, do I want to exclude men? And I realized that Indira Shakti works only with women and that that is okay um, because Shakti literally means feminine energy. And so Indira is beautiful, splendid feminine energy and that is okay. So that was part of the decision to, you know, just create this new neural pathway of, you know, letting that become stronger and through repetition of telling myself and meditating into that, it became a new normal, right? So I'm wondering, I think I know this, but I want to clarify. Did you make the decision to change your name first? And then that trickled into you deciding to change your role in your business? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm going to prove yes. my point right here to everyone yes. listening who has a business and keeps throwing shit against the wall in their business, hoping it sticks. I wrote down here that when you shift, it typically usually starts with your personal life because yes. your business is not your life. Okay. Like you are the face, you are the brand, whatever you want to call it. You are the sustaining force of your business. The change always has to start within yourself as it relates to your personal life. We always want to make these changes in our business, but on a, on a personal front, if we're not feeling it and we haven't fully decided it's, we're going to feel like imposters. So I love, so this proves my point because you know, I got to be right Indra. So it has a domino <laughs> effect. You made this decision in your personal life to change your name, which, which was so, um, so, you know, it was, it was reading a book. It was, it was a book that changed my life. I'm a voracious reader. Mm -hmm. uh, I can read, you know, I often I'm reading multiple books at a time. Right. I just, you know, reading has been something I've been doing, you know, I'm, the, I was that kid that would, you know, put the blanket over my head and with a flashlight and I was supposed to be asleep, but I was busy reading, reading, journaling, all of the, all of that. And I was reading the untethered soul by Michael Singer, love, which literally is a book that has fundamentally, it, it did fundamentally change my life. And when I, and that where that's where Shakti uh, came. And I remember telling my partner, like, I found it. And, and, and I just want the audience to know, like, you know, why are you changing your last name? Well, my current last name is my ex-husband's last name. Mm -hmm. um, so I obviously, I always knew that at some point, this name was going to change. Um, at the time that we decided to consciously uncouple that you know, I saw it as my son's last name, my uh, sister, former sister-in-law, who I love like a sister. So it, it, it was okay with me to have that. But, um, you know, at this point, it's been four years since we are no longer together. I am now engaged to my partner. And um, I knew that, you know, the name, I, I was not going to take her last name. Um, it became important to me to not have like a patriarchal last name, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. And I, I had been in search. And in January, when I read that book, and I saw that word, what it meant, and, and that was just like, uh, it found me. It found you and then you answered the calling. Because that's Correct. the thing that I really want people to hear. There are signs everywhere. 
literally, if you're open to it and you were searching, you were open, you were an open vessel. So you had stopped resisting. You started embracing, you were, you know, delving into multiple books, which by the way, I love that. I don't understand why people feel like they have to finish one book to get to the next. Just re- I'm reading three books right now and they're all okay. different genres. Yes. I'm actually reading a, a, a spy novel right now. And I'm reading a self-help book and I'm going to dig into a marketing book. Cause it's like, my brain just works like that. Sorry. I went off on a tangent, but it's like, <laughs> allow yourself to read what I like. I, why are we have these rules? Anyway, I love that you said that. But yeah, it, it spoke to you when you read this book because you were an open vessel. And I need everyone to hear that because there are literal signs from God, source, the universe everywhere. But if you are closed off, they will just pass you by. You'll just, you know, you won't even, you won't even hold on to it. It won't even enter your vortex, right? And for you, it entered and you were open and you were ready because you decided that you were ready and you caught on to that. So you made, you're making that change personally. Um, and so from there, then it just started to have a domino effect. Correct. And Vasavi, you 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 keep bringing up resistance. And I just want to touch on that really quickly, because this is so much that I'm learning. Everyone's so familiar with the law of attraction, right? The law of attraction that we magnetically attract that which is in our same vibration. But what a lot of people um, don't realize is that one of the most important laws is the law of allowing we become resistant and we don't open ourselves up, right? We're not allowing. And it is so important. The law of allowing is really what's going to help you have those shifts. Um, so oftentimes everyone's, everyone talks about the law of attraction, but really just as important as the law of allowing. So let's just dig into that real quick because we're here and it doesn't have to be real quick. It's my podcast. We can talk however long we want. Uh, We're not in a rush here. What, how would you describe the difference between the law of attraction versus the law of allowing? So the law of attraction is really, you know, um, Esther Hicks tells us that there's vibrational scales, right? From one to 22. And obviously the highest form of vibration is joy and abundance. And, you know, you, you're, you, there's, there's different levels and it's easy for us to know actually what, what is good for our soul, because if it feels good, it's good for you. Most of the time. I mean, let you know, Obviously, certain things can feel good and may not be. But in general, the general rule of thumb is if it brings you joy, go that route, yes. right? Uh, where so 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 that's the law of a that's the law of attraction where you're you're raising your vibration to be a match to that which you want to ma- manifest into your life. Whereas the law of allowing is really to let down the resistance the law of allowing means that you have faith Mm. it means that you trust that you're saying I know it will be and I am just waiting because it's already happened you know And, and 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 being in that space that's where the law of allowing differentiates a little bit from the law of attraction. And so there's, I'll give you a perfect example. People will be like, I've been doing my affirmations and it hasn't come true. Okay. Are you doing your affirmations? And when you do them, are you really feeling the feelings as you're saying the words? And as you're really feeling the feelings, are you letting go? And trusting and having faith that what's yours is on its way. And you're, you know, bringing down the walls, you know, putting down the resistance and allowing yourself to receive what's already yours. So basically, they're doing all the doing, they're doing the journaling, they're doing the looking in the mirror, but they're not feeling it, which is the being. I just had this conversation with my mother the other day. She was saying... I'm doing all this stuff. And I go, yeah, but who are you being when you're doing it? You're being like anxious and scattered and agitated. (laughs) And I said to her, I'm like, just have fun. You don't have to do, you you know what? If we really allowed ourselves to feel we would, and, and just, and just be, we wouldn't have to do so much. We wouldn't overwork because our being and our feeling would do the thing. You know what I mean? Exactly. Do less. So, um, see, for everyone listening, this is exactly what I'm talking about, how beautifully you bridge that gap between the being and the doing in the run. This is why 
I would love for you to share with my audience what's how can they get in touch with you? How can they work with you? What are some of the cool things that you got going on that you'd love to offer today? Yeah, so I definitely would love for you to follow me on Instagram. And right now it's just my name at Indira Dejtiar. And I'm sure most of you will put that because that's a handful with my last name. But also you can find me at mindfullyvirtual.com. Um, and I am excited to be offering now, you know, the business coaching aspect. Mm-hmm. And one-on-one coaching and mentorship. So basically, if you are a female entrepreneur, uh, a female coach, a healer, you're ready to step into that six-figure business owner that you know you are meant to be, um, and you want to have a strategic partner with you who is not just a coach, but a consultant as well, then I'm your girl. And you should get in touch with me. And Indra did not ask me to do this, but I can personally attest to both sides. I can attest to her business brain because we did have a strategy call. I can also attest to the woo-woo side because we had a law of attraction call. And I still, I mean, I I have it right over there. I still have uh, our statements that we made, my desire statements, and I still do those in the morning. If you're like, Voss, what are you talking about? You're going to have to schedule your call with Indra. But I can attest to both sides. And I love that because it feels so good to be able to connect with another woman who's smart as shit, who is brilliant, but who also has that spiritual side. And I need both because I, I am a whole human being. I'm not a machine. I'm not a robot. I want to feel good and I want to build my business. I don't want to build my business and feel like shit. And I think the, uh, the unicorn-esque approach that you bring, Indra, is really both. Is that in fact, and your approach is, in fact, you can't really build your business if you feel like doo-doo. You have to feel good. So let's get you into an aligned vibrational state. And from there, everything will follow. And I just wish people could uh, really experience that. So if you want to experience it, they can go ahead to mindfullyvirtual.com, right? Yes, absolutely. Let's get you to have quantum success in business and in life. Thanks so much, Vasavi. Oh my God. Well, actually, we're going to put all the information in the show notes. And I always ask this at the very end because I want my guests to feel complete. Uh, Is there anything left in your heart that you feel like you didn't say? Speak now or forever? Well, not forever. Speak now. Um, I would just say... uh, all the, everything that you need to know is within. So just trust yourself. Beautiful. Simply stated. Indra, I want to say I love you so much. Uh, thank you so much for being in the Real Rich community. Thank you so much for being so generous. Uh, we, need, we need you in this world. And it's been an honor to have you on the Being Human with Vasavi podcast today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Vasavi. You're amazing. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. If you got some golden nuggets from today's episode, which I have no doubt you did, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a heartfelt review. Want to take my free quiz on how well do you really know yourself? Head on over to vasavikumar.com forward slash take the quiz. And remember, when you know yourself, you can be, do, and create anything you want. If you love today's episode, then say it out loud. Subscribe, leave a review, and come say hi over on Instagram at my name is Vasavi. Until next time, say it out loud.